0: Hi everybody. Thanks for coming along this week and listening into the podcast. Today I'm very pleased to have Heidi Kozarski. That's how you pronounce it, Heidi, yeah?
1: Correct, yeah.
0: Awesome. Um Heidi is a talent acquisition and resource leader with over twenty years experience. And we were just saying that I was a toddler when Heidi started. So that doesn't make Heidi <laughs> old, it just makes me very young. So Heidi, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself, please?
1: Yes. Hello, everyone. I'm Heidi Kazarski. I'm a talent acquisition and human resource leader. As Adam mentioned, I have over 20 years of healthcare experience. All of my years of experience are in healthcare. Um, I started off my um, career in health care in Louisville, Kentucky, um, at a behavioral health psych um, facility for adolescents. Um, And then um, my husband, uh, because he's in the military, we quickly, um, after three years, we relocated to San Antonio, Texas, and have been here ever since. And so um, I've only had four employers in my entire career. Um, My most recent um, was 13 years. Um, at my last employer, but due to COVID, um, I am currently unemployed, um, but I am currently seeking employment.
0: Okay, so if anybody's listening, I'm seeking an experienced leader, you know where to go. Uh, <laughs> Heidi, the reason that I wanted to bring you on today is we met through an organization called NACR, um, which is a sort of, well, it's, it's pretty much the largest Healthcare Recruiter Association that I know of, uh, at least in North America. I I can't think of any outside North America either. And What I think would be really valuable, given that you've had long stretches of work and a small amount of employers, was for you to share with us your tips, uh, learnings, and advice on using sort of mentorship and networking to improve your career and uh, actually Build a solid career. Um, so, could you could you maybe touch upon that? How have you utilized networking to advance in your healthcare recruitment career?
1: Absolutely. So, um, I utilize my networking to help advance my own career. Um, I can tell you, back in 2007, um, I had been happily employed after six years with um Christus health in, in San Antonio Texas I wasn't looking for another position but at a career fair a colleague of mine from a competing hospital happened to approach me about a recruitment and retention manager position which was an opportunity for my professional growth and that enticed me to apply otherwise I wasn't out there looking um, for a position so I then went on to apply um, I was accepted for the position. And uh, during that time, I um, quickly became the interim HR leader after a couple of months. I grew my department. I added a couple of recruiters at that site. Then I was promoted to the associate director of HR and managed the HR department. Um, We had a change in our HR structure and I was offered to take on a recruiter role to develop our centralized recruitment model. What that model consists of is It means we had recruiters per service line versus the recruiter sitting in each specific hospital and recruiting for only that one hospital. Example, I had one recruiter that handled emergency room and intensive care units, one that handled surgery and cath lab, one that handled allied health, which encompasses your respiratory therapy, laboratory, pharmacy, etc. Um, we had a recruiter for service trade, which are your, your EVS positions. We had professional for your case managers and leadership and above positions. Um, after a short amount of time in a re- recruiting role again, I was then promoted to the talent acquisition director And really, the rest is history because I remained in that position for 13 years.
0: That's impressive. I mean, what I want to know off the back of that is you've got a lot of promotions in your career. And, you know, a lot of people would have applied for those jobs as well and not made it. Can you share with with us sort of what preparations, what... Sort of ways you presented yourself and interview how, how did you actually achieve those promotions and how can other people do it as
1: well so what i did was i helped um build on my own professional growth so my degree is in human resource management um, and i went on with um, the national association of healthcare recruiter which knacker you mentioned that earlier um, adam offers a Certified Healthcare Recruiter um, certification. And in 2010, I sat for that exam. I attended my first national conference in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, sat for that two hour exam. Um, and I wanted to prove to myself that I really was an expert in the field of recruitment. Um, mm. And so that helped me prove to myself and having those credentials help um, another certification that I was preparing for, but unfortunately not able to sit for the exam was my uh, PHR through Shurum. Um However, that is still a goal of mine, um, and that will help me ensure that I am an expert on the HR side as well, not just on the recruitment, Mm -hmm. healthcare recruitment side. Um, But i really focused my um, efforts around NACR and and built upon my resume on what they've been able to offer me with their webinars. I was able to present that on my resume um, and be able to show that with my leadership. Now, um, yeah. Given my promotions, because it was at one employer, my VP of HR was able to see my professional growth, and she herself was also a mentor to me. And I also sought out our chief nurse officer as well as a mentor to help with emotional intelligence. That's very—it's um, a very now common um, trait that all leaders should have. So I really relied on those two folks to help mentor me and yeah. grow me. And that allowed me to help promote from within.
0: I'm I'm in agreement with the value of men- mentorship. How did you actually go about reaching out to those people? Was it just a simple email or did you have to put a bit more thought into it?
1: Uh, well it was a simple call to get on their calendars with their assistants because I worked so closely day in and day out with them providing data for recruitment um, information yeah. and so having a uh, you know an individual face-to-face one-on-one meeting um, to say you know I'm interested I want to grow this is where I see myself in five to ten years and and them having that opportunity to, Help me grow in my career path and see where I wanted to go so um, a lot of times I feel that sometimes you have to take the initiative if that's where you want to go because yeah. um, some leaders aren't mind readers um, but they do plan and I know when I was uh, meeting with my recruiters one-on-one I wanted to help guide them if I knew that they were going to school where did they see themselves in the realm of HR in recruiting, going back to an HR generalist role in benefits, um, so that I could help guide and coach them into those areas and connect them, uh, most importantly, with those folks so that they can gain the experience needed.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so easy, isn't it, if you just ask for help? uh, Eventually, someone, because they've probably been helped in the past, will will want to help you out. That's certainly what I find. do you find, you touched upon NACR, do you find there's a lot of opportunities within that organization to connect with and gain mentorship from people who would be ahead in their careers?
1: Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, with NACR, um, the members have access to what's called a listserv email, and we could email, and it's it's only uh, the members, it's not our vendors, um, speakers, et cetera. It's strictly members, so they, they're non-biased. They can ask any questions. And we actually just asked the question, who wants a mentor and who wants to mentor? Um, and there were so many people that raised their hands, if you will, replied on the email and said, I'm willing to mentor any new recruiter that's new to healthcare." care. Um, and so we've started to connect them uh, with those yeah. folks to help guide them.
0: That sounds great. Um, like, uh, you said a lot of people were interested. Was was the most interest from people to be mentors, or was there more interest from people who wanted to be mentored, or was it about equal? It
1: was both. Yeah, it was oh, cool. evenly split. Yes. So there were several that wanted um to be mentored, and a lot that you know it was half and half that raised their hands and said, "Yes, I will help." Awesome. I want to get
0: in on that. We um, all started
1: somewhere, so like you mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, you you were helped to get into that role. So help others. Uh, you know, it, it's a funny story. When I got into healthcare, I, I told you know um, at the time the interviewer, my HR director in in Kentucky, I said, "I'm not in healthcare. My degree's in HR." Um, But Mm. my husband is a nurse, so I hope that helps. If I have any questions for clinical, I can ask him so I don't have to bother anyone else. And she laughed and she said, well, that's great. So (laughs) it really did help because, you know, getting into healthcare specific, I didn't know the terminology. So telemetry, I didn't know what that was. So I, I remember coming home and asking my husband, what does this mean? Um, yes, I had, you know, I was able to, you know, review it uh, online, but he was able to give me yeah. more in depth what it was, etc. So um, having him as my partner also helped.
0: Yeah. If we were to say create a roadmap, okay. So say I'm a fresh recruiter, just just joined a hospital, uh, first year experience. How do you think? I should go about building my network both internally and externally to, to eventually reach where I want to go in my career.
1: Well, I think having that discussion with your leader, um, at the time that you're hired, um, I've been a leader where I've hired from within. So if I hired someone who worked my front desk as a, a an assistant um, to a coordinator to a recruiter. I'm, I'm really big on from promoting from within and growing our own talent. Um, so as long as that person has that drive and wants to be able to get there, the leader should be able to help grow them in those areas. Um, when a position becomes available within your own department, say if you've started off as, um, for example, service trade, At healthcare. We need. Housekeeping folks. That's a hard position to fill. Um, But sometimes that's one because it is hard. It teaches you how to go out and source candidates because a lot of times you don't get the quality, you get the quantity of applicants, but you don't get the quality of of candidates that you want to fill those positions. Um, And so Knowing that and growing from within and telling your leader, okay, another position becomes available and it's now nursing and this is the type of recruiting I want, they, they have that jotted down. They can go back to you before they advertise externally to say, okay, internal candidates, who wants to move this into this role and let's change it up. And so I constantly did that with my own team. Um, to be able to help grow mm. them, so they learned different areas of of recruiting. Because we were centralized, um, they didn't do all types of of recruiting. Yeah. So there's some that know how to do nurse recruiting. There's some that know how to do uh, pharmacy recruiting, and there's some that know how to hire uh, CNAs. So um, really growing upon that.
0: Yeah. And um, what does it actually feel like to watch people that you've mentored and maybe met through knocker actually? you know, improve and take what you've taught them and become better recruiters. How does that make you feel?
1: Oh, I love it. I feel like I played a little part (laughs) um, of their professional growth. Um, knowing that I I had connected with them, I had given them advice. Um, and so I, I value that. It's a great feeling, um, to know that you help somebody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I I just like one sort of parting story or memorable experience which you've had either within NACER or uh, getting mentorship or giving mentorship, uh, which you could share with us. What what sort of comes to mind?
1: Sure. So while I was employed um, with Krista Santa Rosa, I had a vice president of HR who. Um, was on the board of the Texas State Chapter, TACR, Texas Association of Healthcare Recruiters. And this is, yeah. we're going back to 2000, 2001. Um, and he always budgeted for us to attend conferences, and he was very involved in helping each of us team members grow in our professional um, environment. And so while at a conference, I met my beloved um belated friend, Susan Flores. Um, she worked for Baptist Health System um, and became, you know, she was my mentor, but then she also became my friend and was my employee. I was her direct report um, at the very end. And after 43 years, unfortunately, she she lost her battle to cancer. Um, but I also met Liz Hike, who also was a recruiter. I met her through Tacker and she worked with Susan Flores and we became good friends. Um, she worked for me, you know, at one of the facilities, and continued to work for me. And I'm I'm proud to say she's still employed um, right now as a PRN recruiter. Matt. But building on these relationships are long lasting, and working with them, and knowing that you're a professional that you can go from a colleague to working with them um, side by side, day to day, to becoming their leader, um, and still having that thin line of knowing okay at work it's, it's professional and it's work and then after hours or the weekend okay it's personal it's friendship um because you build on yeah. that after you know several years and so i've known those ladies pretty much my entire career of 20 years um or actually 18 um when i when i met them through tacker but working at a different organization from them but then working with them yeah
0: and I mean, as a leader, you mentioned the friendship and uh, the professional split. Is it ever difficult to, uh, to you know, be harsh or to give orders or be more professional with your, your friends, people you enjoy
1: socializing with? Absolutely. And I think um, because they're professionals and they were in the business much longer than I was, um, they respected yeah. the fact that um, they knew that they helped mentor me, if you will, and um, understood in the position I was in. I didn't have to really explain, okay, we're we're going to have this conversation. Um, but they never brought in the friendship part of it. So they never make, made it awkward for me. Instead, yeah. they helped me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it was a good thing. That's great.
1: Mhm absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I mean I've de- I've definitely learned a lot about how that you know the inner workings of your hospitals that you've worked in and how you can you know climb up the ranks there. Before before you go just quickly I want to know a little bit more about Nacker and how I can become a member if I were a healthcare recruiter. What's the process for doing that and what's the process for starting to meet people through that organization?
1: Yeah, if you want to become a member of NACR, which is the only healthcare recruiter association, and it's the national association, um, you visit our website at wwwnackercom You can reach out my, to myself directly, and I will connect you with our headquarters um, if you're having difficulty. Um, but it's The new website, so you just click on membership and join now. Um, It's that easy and um, because I am currently the Director of Communications with NACR, I've been a member since 2010. And um, I became quickly involved myself where I became a member of the membership committee because I wanted to be able to network and help grow the organization as well. Um, And I also served for a brief stint as the chair of the membership committee for a brief time. Um, But these are voluntary positions, so you do have other obligations such as your full-time job, if you will. So um, I was fortunate enough because I had made enough connections through NACR that I was nominated for a board position and when notified, I accepted uh, the position. Um, But it's all about the networking that NACR offers you because you can Mm. um, connect with us and we can help mentor guide you. We can help answer questions. We share best practices So a lot of us all use the same applicant tracking systems or the same background check companies. Um, When it comes to nursing, we all know which states are compact licensed. Well, during COVID, we were seeing emails come back and forth to say, okay, which states are allowing for Um, temporary licenses for that state so if somebody from a state that was going to go work and help a hospital in new york where we had a crisis going on if they didn't have that license so it was all about the sharing because at the end of the day really healthcare recruiters are the heroes Um, we're having to hire and place these critical positions at this time and at any time Um, and so really being able to network and utilize NACR and we offer free webinars to our members Um, we have our conferences annually whether our first year was virtually this year but they're usually in person and it's a traveling um, conference so it goes from state to state as I mentioned in 2010 my first one was in Las Vegas I've been to New Orleans I've been to Savannah, Georgia to Philadelphia, um, so there's just different locations uh, throughout the U.S. that we we go to to try to accommodate everyone. Yeah. Um, but again, I can't speak enough about NACR. It's a great association, great for professional uh, development and growth. Um, but as a healthcare recruiter, you have to be able to approach your supervisor to ask, is this something you can budget for? And if not, then if that's something you want to do, then, then you budget for it um, and you save so that you can become a member because it really is valuable. It, it offers so much. And and you're able to meet great people. I met Adam. So, yay. I'm excited about that. I have a new person in my network that we can connect with. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. <laughs> um, just, so d- do you find a lot of people are successful getting their employer to pay for it, or how do it's, you find it's that? It's
1: actually still it's still in the middle. Some um, members that we contact, because we still get on the phone with them, some of them say, unfortunately, my membership can't be renewed because my employer can't pay. Um, yeah. We know the hospitals are struggling right now due to COVID. Um, But prior to that, a lot of them were paying. I know I was a leader where I budgeted for my um, team members to at least be part of the Texas chapter because it's our state. Um, Mm. I was able to get a couple for the NACR chapter, but um, it's one of those, as a leader, I would hope that they would invest in their employees and help grow them um, as well because there's so much to learn.
0: Yeah. Great. Well. I mean, I, I've learned a lot in it as well. So everybody, go check it out. I think that's nacr.com or message Heidi. Oh, yeah. And if okay. you want some mentorship, Heidi's your gal. <laughs> or, um,
1: I'll or be happy to help. He,
0: yeah. So Heidi, thanks so much for coming along. I, I appreciate it. Um, uh, hopefully, we'll be networking soon in person.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, everybody, for joining the podcast today.
0: Thank you.